Well, hello there, and welcome to Millennial Parenting with Nate and Nikki. Unfortunately, Nikki's not with me for this intro part of the episode, but she is for the rest of the episode. She's currently putting Shane back to bed because uh, we were rudely interrupted by our one-and-a-half-year-old child in the middle of recording this episode. So, uh, in this episode, we talk about disciplining your child, spanking, what else do we talk about? talk about spanking the kids we talk about putting them in time out we talk about duct taping them to a tree as punishment just kidding we don't duct tape our children to a tree please don't call child protective services on us that's we don't we don't do that (laughs) anyway uh thanks for joining us on this episode of millennial parenting and uh, we hope that you enjoy this episode number three I'm going to prelude this episode by saying that veggie straws are not made of vegetables (laughs) and they're not a healthy alternative to potato chips. Okay. Being the fitness nut that I am, I feel that needs to be said on another podcast other than Drive with Woody Fit. (laughs) I looked at the ingredients label of veggie straws because yeah when we, we first when we well when we first started eating them i didn't read the the label and i was like oh veggie straws i was like these are gonna be nasty and i tried them and they were so good <laughs> and it's like they're like lays once you eat one you can't you yeah. can't stop you can't just eat one. Oh yeah so after like a few weeks of eating them not weeks, maybe one week. No, it was a while that before I looked at the label. I was like, I gotta look at the label. Lo and behold, made of corn. Yep. They are officially made of corn. And so, what is even like the vegetable in it? I don't think it's vegetable extracts, but it's like not real vegetable. I mean, it yeah. is, but it's not like all right. The way that we have the way go look at the 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 way that the um, ingredients label is structured, the first ingredient is what they put in the most, and Mm -hmm. the last ingredient is what they put in the least, Mm -hmm. and the vegetable ingredients were at the bottom. (laughs) So like, they're only saying they're veggie straws because they have vegetable like stuff in them. Mm -hmm. They also have canola oil in them, Mm -hmm. which causes inflammation. Which is why you don't want to give it to your kids. Because they'll just be running around inflamed balls of energy. Inflamed. <laughs> that sounds like daycare. That definitely sounds like daycare. I mean, we do give them veggie straws for snacks. Oh, God. You might as well just give them potato chips. It's probably cheaper just to buy potato, potato chips. Potato chips are more of a choking hazard than veggie straws. Why? Because the veggie straws melt in their mouth? Mm-hmm. And chips... Can poke can poke you. Gianna choked on a chip. I I you know what I hate when you get chips stuck in your gum. When you get like a piece of chip stuck in your gum. We are going off topic. Go That's on. okay, but it's good. It's a good off topic because this is a real issue that needs to be addressed by chip companies, <laughs> and we need to change the manufacturing process so that we stop getting chips stuck in our gums. How are you gonna stop that? By not <coughs> eating chips. There you go. There we go. We haven't had chips in a long time. We're like rocket scientists coming up with stuff. Coming up with ways to not get 
things stuck in your teeth. Just don't eat them. You know, I was thinking today. What? I literally only eat soft foods. Like, I don't eat crunchy foods. That's true, because crunchy foods are not good for you. That's not true. Walnuts. Walnuts are crunchy. Unless you cook them or, like, blend them up to a pulp. (laughs) At which point, they're not crunchy. True. Um, yeah, I only eat soft foods. I noticed that today. I Everything I eat is soft. Like, literally every meal that I ate today, it was soft foods. So it was interesting. Start eating some nuts. I do. I put nuts in my shake. Yeah, but like almonds or trail mix. But or I don't like one. I don't know. I don't need them. I don't need it. Okay, then. Not right now. Whatever. I'm trying to find an article that we can Well, I found read, one. But I found one that's good. It's about timeouts. Oh. It's about timeouts. We're going to talk about timeouts. Let's, dun, dun, let's, dun. let's stop talking about food and nutrition and start talking about what this podcast is actually about. Timeouts versus... Well, this episode is about timeouts. Time <laughs> I was put in timeout when I was a kid. And I don't want to say like it didn't work. But, like, it was just a nuisance, I think. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, i got to sit here yeah. for however old I am, that many minutes, mm-hmm. and then it will be done. Mm-hmm. I don't remember personally sitting in timeout. Really? I don't think I ever will. I don't know. I could be wrong. Well, but you were, like, the mom because you were, like, four okay. years older. I was six years older than everybody else. Six years older than everybody else. So I don't. I don't remember ever sitting in timeout, but I remember putting Joe in timeout. You put your little brother in timeout. <laughs> yeah, and he would fight me. <laughs> so he'd get up and run away. So like 90% of the timeout was just me sitting him back on the step. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> arguing with him. I would be, if I had an but older sister know. that put me in timeout, I would be so salty. Like, you're not even my mom. Stop. <laughs> You can't well, put I mean, me in timeout. Like, no. Well, my mom would be like, "All right, Joe, to go go to timeout," and then like I would enforce it. And then you would, <laughs> <laughs> you were her little enforcer. I mean, that's what I remember. But well, that's kind of like putting the girls in timeout, like, or if the girls were ever put in timeout. But isn't they that like the been, the 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 woman, not the womanly, but like the girly thing to do is like take after mom? Not necessarily, but I think because I was the oldest, because I was older than everybody else. It was just being older. It was think. just. I was instinct. the oldest, and I didn't do that. Well. You're a boy. Yeah. <laughs> You're a man. I just kind of did whatever. I just wanted to do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't want anybody to tell me otherwise. Mm-hmm. So I like living no. in my own house because <laughs> I can do what I want to do. <coughs> I can make lots of noise in the garage. And nobody can tell me otherwise. Except for me. <laughs> <laughs> so. Timeouts are they uh, effective? So well, like, all right, we put Gianna. I put Gianna in timeout all the time, and like there was a good mm-hmm. stretch there for a few months, a few weeks that like I didn't use timeout. Mm-hmm. And what did you do instead of timeout? Talk. Or what did we do? Talk firmly at her, uh-huh. not to her, at her. Mm-hmm. But I don't really. <coughs> I don't know. Like I just hate disciplining. In general, because, like, I'm just, like, very sensitive and very soft when it comes to Gianna. 
and that'll happen when yeah. Shane gets to the point where he can, like, he develops more of a personality and can do more stuff. But, like, I just want to, like, love Gianna. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to be, yeah. like, you're in timeout. And, like, does she annoy me sometimes? Yeah. And do I, like, blow my top off sometimes when, like, I'm stressed? Yeah. Like, that's part of life. You're mm-hmm. gonna, like, mm-hmm. lose your... Cool. Lose your caboodles every now and then. But, like, I hate doing it. I hate putting her in timeout. Like, even in the moment, I'm like, yeah, she gets I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, she'll go sit on the step and mm-hmm. cry. And I'll set a timer. And I do the same thing my mom did. However old she is, oh, I yeah. round up. That's how many minutes she sits in timeout. I don't know if that makes it more or less effective. But, um... The last time that I put her in timeout was because she didn't listen to you. Mm-hmm. She sat on the step for four minutes, mm-hmm. and then everything was okay after yeah, she that. She said sorry, and it was over. She said sorry, and I explained to her. Every time I put her in timeout, mm-hmm. when the timeout is over, I ask her to come to me. Mm-hmm. And I explained to her why I put her in timeout. First, I ask her why I put her in timeout. Mm-hmm. She has a hard time. Sometimes she has a hard time uh, communicating why I put her in timeout. Mm-hmm. So I explained to her, like, I put you in timeout because you didn't listen to mommy. Mm-hmm. And mommy's, and mommy's the boss, and what mommy says goes. And if mommy says no, what does no mean? She always mm-hmm. says, no means no. So, like, she's understanding, I think, why she's being yeah. put in timeout. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, she's still young. She's only three and a half. So, like, there's yeah. only so much she can understand. Yeah, well, the other thing about putting in timeout and going and talking to her and telling her why is a good thing. Because kids have short-term memory. And, like, you cannot discipline a child ten minutes later for something they did because they will not remember. And that goes with everything, no matter yeah. what they do. Like, if they're doing something bad, you have to address it. Immediately. Immediately. It has to happen right away. And it can't be like, Gianna, you didn't you didn't clean up your toys a half hour ago. Go sit on the step. Yeah. Like, that's not going to be effective. You have it has to, to do be it. You have to catch them right away. And that's, yeah. that's why sometimes I won't discipline her or talk to her about something if mm-hmm. you tell me she did it. Like, I think maybe one time I came home from work and mm-hmm. you... You said that she did or didn't do something, and I put her in timeout, and she just, like, lost it, Mm -hmm. like, worse than she ever had, and it was like, I knew that I screwed up because I was like, man, all she knows is dad came in, dad came home, mom and dad talked, and then all of a sudden I'm in timeout, Mm -hmm. and it's like... Doesn't remember why. Even if you tell her, like, it's hard for them to remember. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, and I knew, like, right after that, I that's what that was like for me the eye opening. Like, darn, I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) Yeah, I really shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. So, you have to catch it right away. But I think, like, you know, and explain it to them, and explain it to them. And I think that it's effective to a certain age. Like once you get to a certain point, it's just like, all right, whatever. I'll just sit here. Like, ten minutes is ten minutes. Like whatever, I'll Mm -hmm. be done. Yeah, you know. And I think there's better better ways to discipline your child and i think the way that you discipline your child should evolve as they age mm-hmm. you know if like you me, can't put a 12 year old on time out right or like me mm-hmm. being 15 years old my mom's spanking me like i'm 15 like go ahead 
hit me. <laughs> it's going to sting for a minute, God. but I'll be okay. <laughs> like, it's not effective. You know what I mean? Like, at that point, it's like, hey, give me your phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like, yeah. or like, all right. You want to play? You want to play games like that? All right, I'm gonna unplug the I'm gonna unplug the Wi-Fi router for three hours and hide the power cord. <laughs> like, there's better ways. Different ways. Right. There's there's better <laughs> ways to to discipline as they age, mm-hmm. and I think your disciplining needs to evolve. And our I think our discipline with Gianna has evolved from saying no when she was like Shane's age. Mm-hmm. Like, Shane's at the point now where I think we can say no. Mm-hmm. And let him cry. Because he understands no. Yeah. So it's like, we can tell him when he goes to do something bad or he does something wrong or he's playing with something he shouldn't play with. We can say, Mm -hmm. no, take it away from him. And when he cries, let him cry Mm -hmm. and not coddle him Mm -hmm. and just let him deal with it until he moves on. Yeah. And that's like our way of disciplining him being that he's like one and a half. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or the other thing, I do this a lot at daycare. Because it's, they always are doing something that they're not supposed to be doing. So redirection is a fantastic way to distract young kids from doing things that they're how not do supposed you, to be doing. How do you do that? Um, okay, so Shane was playing. I did it with Shane earlier. He was he got into our cabinet in the kitchen where the pots and pans are. And he always gets out the little pan and he bangs it on the ground. <laughs> So my man <laughs> playing the drums <laughs> always. So I take take the pan from him, turn him around, bring him into the living room, bring him up to the toy box, and get out five toys for him and sit him in front of him and just redirect. We're not gonna play with this. We're gonna go play with this. And I do it at school all the time. We do centers at school or centers, quote unquote. So like the two year olds are supposed to be playing on this rug or this rug or at the table, and the rest of the room is like off limits because we're doing centers so constantly they're in the other rooms and places where they're not supposed to be you go up to them you put the toy down okay we're not going to play over here right now we're playing over here turn around redirect them and point them into where they're supposed to be or toys that they're supposed to play with so with one like one-year-olds two-year-olds that works a lot because then it's not just saying no and sitting them on the floor in front of the thing that they want to do it's okay let's get this out of your mind where you're not supposed to be and here's a new toy mm-hmm. or here's a book or here's something that we can play with when we did that with that helps a lot. when we did that with Gianna it was fairly easy I think from what I remember to redirect her to redirect her absolutely like you just get her on something else and she's good but mm-hmm. with Shane oh my gosh he's like re- nope, go back nope, redirect <laughs> he, he has like like permanent memory he's like oh I'm not supposed to do that oh uh, I'm only gonna remember to do that to do that yep. in the next 20 minutes mm-hmm. like I'll redirect him from playing Your with the pots desk. and pans or playing with my computer desk mm-hmm. and he's just like zoop, right back there <laughs> and it's like kid <laughs> Stop. Yeah. You're pushing my buttons. Like he, he, I mean, unknowingly, probably, he pushes my buttons much more. When it comes to like playing with stuff you're not supposed to, Mm -hmm. much more than Gianna does. Yeah. Or did when Gianna was that age. And it's It's like. It's funny the difference between them. It is crazy the difference between them. Mm -hmm. Like. Gianna being boys and girls Gianna up until she was a couple years until like she was two two and a half was afraid to be on a deck 
because you could <laughs> see through the cracks and she would just like freeze mm. and even when she was like one and a half was afraid to walk in the grocery store because of the reflection on the ground yes. from the lights and mm-hmm. just would not walk on like the polished mm-hmm. the polished um not it's not tile. clay ceramic like the polished ceramic or the polished tile floor because mm-hmm. you could see the reflection of the light from like the ceiling that made her that she must have had the feeling like she's gonna fall but like <laughs> and so Which like that was she has never fallen off of something high except she's when she fell off the off couch deck. well she fell off the couch but that was like recent that was recent <laughs> but yeah she ne- she had never fallen so i just don't understand like if something doesn't have railings she's afraid if stairs don't have railings, she's still like kind of sketchy, mm-hmm. and and she's going on, you know, she's gonna be four soon, mm-hmm. but like Shane is just turned one, and He's like, like I'm gonna hang off. He the top will of the like nosedive off anything, like no fear whatsoever. Like I'm yeah. pretty sure if we just like even throwing him up in the air, when I throw him up in the air and catch him, he loves that. Gianna, I remember the first time I did that. <laughs> And she <laughs> cried and had, like, the fear of God in her eyes the first time I threw her up in the air. Like, it You're it like, was oh, terrible. Crap. And then I felt I felt really bad after doing that. But, oh, my gosh. was it, Is it, like, night and day difference between them? Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, I was, I was like Shane when I was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I had stitches in two <laughs> years in a row on my birthday. One, I think it was my third birthday. I, I climbed was four and five. Okay, I think the first one I was four. I was climbing a bookshelf at daycare that had wheels on it, and the bookshelf fell and landed on me, and I had to get stitches in my that forehead. Is why things seem to be bolted down, especially in daycare. And then, on my fifth birthday, mm, this is when my parents were still together. We had this big boulder in our front yard, which probably like to me now is probably not that big probably could like roll it now but at the time it was massive <laughs> and we would jump off of the boulder and my dad would catch us and me and the neighborhood kids were like going in a circle my dad was catching us jumping off this boulder and whatnot and my dad turned to look somewhere right as i jumped and i smacked my mouth on his forehead and cut the side of my lip open and then i had to get stitches in the corner of my mouth on my fifth birthday, oh. I couldn't blow out the candles on my birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. It was terrible. It was terrible. So two years in a row, I had birth. I had birthday stitches. Mm. I'm I'm scared for that. Jake was the same way. Jake, got, oh my god, I don't even know how many times Jake has gotten stitches. Well, recently he busted open his knee pretty bad. Yeah. Playing was that playing football? Yeah, in the backyard with his friends. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. On a root. Yeah. Nasty. Oh, terrible. Like Cr- yeah, I saw the I saw the, the picture. Side of his I knee. saw the picture. It was mm. a pretty gnarly cut. Mm-hmm. And he like is not even phased. I will never ever forget. He was oh my gosh, 5 or 6 maybe. And we had a gate at the top of our steps because you know, kids at the top of the steps at night is no good. <clears throat> so, yet we still don't have a gate at the top of our steps. I know. <coughs> That's okay. <laughs> um it was broken and it was still hanging up because my dad hadn't taken it down and it was closed but there was like metal parts at the bottom and there was like a metal thing sticking out 
Jake climbed over it to get up to his room, fell, and gashed his cat calf open. Probably like, I don't know, three and a half, four inches gash on his leg. No tears. He was sitting at the top of the steps, pouring blood out of his <laughs> leg. And I was in the bathroom. And I heard him fall. So I walked out of the bathroom. And he's sitting there staring at his leg. <laughs> blood everywhere. I started to scream and cry. It was horrible. I was like, Mom. And Jake was like not even faced. Oh, my god. He like watched the nurse do the stitches in the ER. Dude, I can't even watch the nurse... <laughs> And they had to do blood. like they had to do like the muscle stitches and oh. then the skin stitches. Oh, nasty. Oh and he watched, not even face. I can't even watch the nurse. <laughs> the like when the last time I had blood drawn, like I get blood drawn every year. Close my at least once eye. a year I get blood drawn, and I can't watch. I just I can't do it. I absolutely like it's just. And this last time I looked after he had the needle in my arm, <laughs> and I was like, oh that's cool. Like. I was like, I'm, I'm not gonna be a baby. I'm gonna look, right? And I look, and the needles in my arm, like, it's in my vein. <laughs> it was like so trippy because I had never looked before. Yeah. And um, I looked this time. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. But I've never watched them actually insert the needle mm. into my arm. It's yeah. Just, like I just. It's gross. Like I can watch getting a shot, like you know, because they just kind of like put, mm-hmm. but like see, because I've like pretty vascular arms, yeah, so like veiny. watching. The need, like, ugh, I can't do it. I can't do it. it that just, doesn't phase me. I don't know. I can't do that. Now it doesn't. I used to be terrified of needles. Yeah. Oh my God, you should ask my mom. <laughs> I actually don't ask my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. She probably has no, say. Stories. Tell me a story. Okay, so I was like 11. <laughs> and I had, we had to get flu shots. And I screamed and cried in the doctor's office at 11 years old. My mom had to like hold me oh down. Oh my gosh! It was bad. I don't even. I don't even know what the turning point was of me not being scared of needles anymore. Yo, terrified. Of what them about the last years. time Gianna got a shot? She uh, used she, to be. She used to be absolutely terrified. Yeah. She used to scream and cry too. Last time she got a shot. She got the flu shot this year. Like she got a, a flu ago. shot. Just sat there, watched watched the nurse do the needle, and she was like, "Oh, ouch, that hurt." Put a bandaid on, and she was fine. I don't. And I, I was like, like I, oh, I literally don't even believe drab, it. Draw, I draw. literally did not believe it when I came home I and you like, said that. She didn't cry. Like I like. The nurse looked at me and she's like, she didn't cry. <laughs> like, like everybody was in shock. <laughs> like, she didn't cry. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. So crazy. Hopefully she won't cry anymore. Hopefully. Ow! She like popped my shoulder. That's <clears throat> not good. Okay, let's go back to disciplining and timeouts okay do you think that putting her in timeout works or do you think that talking to her works i think it works for all of about 20 minutes after yeah, but i mean like what did she's you done see? Done like when what were better results when you sat and talked to her for a second or when you put her in timeout and then talked to her so there's been times where like, there's there been no times there's been times where I've chosen not to put her in timeout and just talk to her mm-hmm. and tell her that we don't do that mm-hmm. blah 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 whatever it is. I like doing that with her. And the times that I do that, more often than not, mm-hmm. she does some she does it again or she does like something else. Like she'll do the same thing again. Mm-hmm. More often than not versus 
times where I'd put her in timeout and she gets upset. She cries a little bit. Uh-huh. She's not happy. And then I explain to her that we don't do that. Mm-hmm. More often than not, when that happens, she doesn't do it again. Mm-hmm. So I think it's effective mm-hmm. and I think it works. Everybody but I also different. think that everybody's different. Mm-hmm. So if you can pull your kid aside and have a conversation like that when they mm-hmm. get to a certain age mm-hmm. like we don't do that this is how we act please don't do it that way mm-hmm. and they listen and they listen there's no reason for you to put them in time out yeah if, if they listen if it works there's no reason to put them in time out mm-hmm. and i think that all right so like in in the military and in uh like the police there's this thing called escalation of force and you start out with like the least escalation of force and yeah. like as the situation gets more and more tense, mm-hmm. your method of force, you know, goes from like like verbal to like lethal in steps, mm-hmm. right? And I think that is a good way to discipline your child, right? They do especially if they do something for the first time that's wrong that they've never done before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They do something wrong the first time, okay, give them a talking to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like implement an escalation of force, mm-hmm. right? They do something, like, give them a talking to. They do it again. Time out. Time out or, like, a stern talk. Like, raise your voice, mm-hmm. right? And then they do it a third time. Mm-hmm. Even if, if they do it a third time, time out. And they do it a fourth time or fifth time. Any time after that, they mm-hmm. get spanked, right? Depending on how old they are. Yeah. And this this also, what plays, a, what plays a role is how old they are. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can't do this with, we can't do this with Shane. He's He's one and a half. We can't do really any escalation of force any escalation yeah. of punishment with him yeah. but with Gianna it, it, it'll work to a certain point right mm-hmm. like you start with just like hey we don't do that then you start with ra- then you, you next you move to raising your voice mm-hmm. then you move to a timeout mm-hmm. and then maybe if she still does it you move to a longer timeout mm-hmm. and then if she still doesn't get the point after that mm-hmm. like spanking mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying or like threatening for a spanking and then a spanking Mm-hmm. Right, um. Of course, at a certain age, you can't spank them. And at a certain age, spanking doesn't work. So, like, you need to adjust your escalation of force based on how old your child is. Mm-hmm. But also, you need to look at like you, like you're the role model. So, like, are you doing what you're telling them not to do? Are you acting a way that they're seeing and correlating with this? thing that they're doing wrong Mm -hmm. and seeing that you do it and then Mm -hmm. doing it themselves but then hearing that they're not supposed to do it Mm -hmm. i think that plays a major role too yeah example time there's i'm not gonna name names but somebody that i know likes to curse in front of their children and then their children repeat them put them on blast (laughs) i'm not putting them put them on blast no so they curse in front of their children. Like, drop the F-bomb curse in front of their children. and then In front of our children? No, not our children. Okay. Their children. Or child. Well, Single I mean, child. if it's their kid, like, they can do what they yes, want. but. Kind of. Yeah, but then the child repeats it. Right. And then, then brings it to the daycare and, and all the other kids here. No, it. yes. That. But then the child gets in trouble for saying it. And it's like, okay, well, child is two. How yeah. are they supposed to know? How are they supposed to differentiate? Why can mommy and daddy say that right. and I can't? And like, right. you can't understand. It's a bad word. Don't say it. Okay, well, you say it, mom. You yeah. say it, dad. Like, like yeah, I know. Like, I shouldn't say example. it. <laughs> and that's that's the first thing. When, if I accidentally slip up in front of them, yeah. say something I shouldn't. Yeah. 
the first thing, especially if I notice that she paid attention to what I said, mm-hmm. the first thing I'll say to her is, you know, Gianna, Daddy, I know Daddy just said that, but he shouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, I, Daddy shouldn't use that words. Mm-hmm. Daddy shouldn't use the words. It was an accident. Mm-hmm. And, like, even apologize to yeah. her for saying it in front well, of her. That's a whole other topic, apologizing to, to your children. Yeah. I just read something about that. Well, that's pretty cool. But that's... Next time. That is a whole nother level mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like if you if you mess up in front of them mm-hmm. and drop the f-bomb and they hear it and they pay or attention to else. it or anything else and you say hey honey like you know hey like kid i shouldn't have said that mm-hmm. you know, it was an accident mm-hmm. i'm sorry you had to hear that mm-hmm. you know what i mean and um but yeah i, I mean I I agree with not cursing in front of your children because mm-hmm. they're just going to bring that with them. And they're at a certain age, they're too young to differentiate yeah. when is okay and when is not okay. Yeah, once, but still. I think once they get to the age where they can differentiate, it's okay to say it in these situations. It's not okay to say it in these situations. Mm-hmm. Then you can start to slip up a little bit more around them. Shane's awake. Yeah, I heard him. Well, this podcast is ending short. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Because we'll do Our another one. Our child woke up. Baby Shane's awake, and it's 9 o'clock. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode, you guys. And uh, stay adios. In, adios. Stay in tune for another episode. Bye-bye.